0: Welcome to the newest episode of Nerd, Nerd Bells. Bells. Nerd, Nerd Bells. Bells. Yikes. <laughs> Let's not make that a tradition.
1: <laughs> what? I thought it was spot on.
0: Uh, we. Bells. Whoa, it's getting a little high. Uh, <laughs> we, we are back this week with, uh, as promised, uh, our discussion of the newest kaiju movie in the kaiju series of movies that have kaiju in them
1: kaiju like you kaiju.
0: what <laughs> i don't know i don't know. don't
1: know where i was going with that uh, i feel like that should there should be a rhyme but then i couldn't think of a good rhyme for it
0: we we will think about it don't listen to anything i say during the podcast and just it, spend all your okay. time thinking about I'll it and it. then at the end i'll be like what is it Aaliyah?" and it will probably be a lot like what just happened
1: <laughs> i'm not gonna remember to do that
0: uh So uh, we we went to see this week uh, Kong Skull Island. Yep. Uh, Kong Skull Island is the second in the series of the so-called Monster Verse.
1: Is that what it's called? That's what it's called.
0: The Monster Verse. All right. Things no longer can be standalone films.
1: No, they have to all be be in a team
0: cinematic universe because
1: people want people to team up. You gotta have Kong teaming up with Darth Vader or something. I'd
0: watch that. I mean, like, sure, why not? I I am okay with it. Uh, I get it. the The thing that's going on is that people felt that high of the Marvel universe, and now they need they're chasing the dragon. They need everything to be related to each other. Yeah. Uh, And I I get it. I I enjoy it. Iron Man was in this movie. Uh well I mean Loki was.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, good boy. Uh
0: and Captain Marvel was. Yeah. So it is a Marvel movie. Yeah. They just didn't acknowledge any Right, of... they
1: just weren't in their outfits. They were just in regular Right, civilian Loki clothes.
0: was up to lots of mischief. Yeah. He would just pretended to be someone totally different.
1: Yeah. Trixie. Uh, yeah. He's a very, Trixie very. one.
0: Nick Fury was also in this yeah. movie. <laughs> this is just a Marvel really movie. Really everybody? <laughs> was there any other? Uh was there anyone else? Who's...
1: No, I don't think so. I feel like Not...
0: there's a couple. I, I want to say there's more. We'll have to double okay. check our double check. We're our just fact, realizing but, this now. Uh, yeah. So so anyway, we. Um, we went to see Kong Skull Island this week. Like I said, the second movie in this MonsterVerse they've been planning. They only haven't planned out. It's not one of those things where they did the big thing where it was like DC when they announced theirs. They were like, here's the next 14 movies coming out right. over the... Which Maybe. Yeah. Which now none of those are coming out, basically. Uh, but, the
1: new uh, Wonder Woman trailer came out today.
0: Yeah. I still haven't watched it. I'm, I haven't am sure it's... I've heard good things about that trailer. But, so... This is the second one. In it. we we had a discussion about uh, my love for kaiju. We, mm-hmm. we had like an episode of you know maybe ten fifteen episodes back about kaiju, and we talked about you watch you watched a bunch of Godzilla movies for the first time. We watched a bunch of cool Godzilla movies. Um, I love Godzilla movies, and I like this monsterverse thing because that's kind of always how. Godzilla movies were treated as you always just could like throw in whatever monsters and right. then they'd sometimes have their own movies and stuff like that. So I think there's definitely a precedent for that. And has
1: Kong ever been in? There's
0: King Kong versus Godzilla. All right. Yeah. That was,
1: that was my question. Which is
0: not one of the best. <laughs> uh, and it's pretty. It's really entertaining though. Like it's a really bad. Yeah. Like super B tier. Um,
1: Are they gonna make one of these? That's that, King Kong. That's,
0: that's the plan. Uh, so so we should watch both of out, those
1: when that one comes out. We should watch the old one. I
0: mean, it's still three years away, so it'll be a while. We'll still be doing this <laughs>
1: podcast. It's totally fine. Uh,
0: the the first movie in the series was the first Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the that had Brian Cranston in it. That had a lot of people kind of had mixed feelings about. I really enjoyed it. Um, it did. We did. We have mentioned this before, but. It, yeah, I think that was more of a product of getting really hyped up in advance at Comic Con, and yeah. it just like I wasn't was super. Hyped as, about it. as great. But I still really no, like the movie, and especially good. with some time on it, I feel like I appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, although it does, I think it paled in comparison to how great Shin Godzilla was, which the right. name is the nice like Toho, super. We also Godzilla. Yeah, we Godzilla. had a whole
1: episode about that.
0: Oh well, actually, I think we just tagged it onto a Halloween. Episode, so we didn't get to did talk we? the whole. I thought
1: we did a Shin Godzilla. We didn't episode. do a
0: whole episode. Oh. About. Um, we probably could have talked about, it, but we did talk about it quite a bit, and we really, we really, really like that movie. Um, which it's taking forever to come out on Blu-ray. Yeah, uh, it's just coming out this month in Japan on Blu-ray. So um, oh, it's get probably it together. Like, who knows when it's going to come. Can out Can you just in the buy United it from States. Japan? Oh, then you'll uh, play on your. I don't Blu-ray believe Japan. it has subtitles. I was looking into that, and I'm pretty sure it doesn't have. Oh. Uh, Well, you know what happens already. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Actually, it is a pretty text-heavy movie. But we... uh, So I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, That first one, Godzilla movie, came out in 2014, and the second one is still not supposed to come out until like 20... It's either next year or the year after. Uh, I'll double-check that. But uh, there is one coming up, which I'm really excited about because... uh, michael doherty is directing it it's 2019 uh michael doherty who directed uh trick-or-treat and krampus mm-hmm. is directing godzilla it's called godzilla king of the monsters um so i'm excited about that and i think michael doherty seems like someone because uh, it was uh gareth edwards that directed the first one mm. um and he if you ever i don't think you saw monsters his movie that was like kind of a pseudo it was a, like a it was like a kind of a monster movie but it was a little bit more no, cerebral and I don't think I've seen it. That was kind of like the big thing that he hit it big with. And, uh, it was a very slow paced, you know, like there wasn't, you, it was more about what you didn't see than what you saw. And, uh, I think that was the criticism people leveled toward Godzilla is that you just didn't see Godzilla enough. There wasn't enough action, you know? Um, but I thought it was a cool way of doing it. There you know, wasn't like,
1: enough Godzilla on Godzilla action. Right.
0: Well, there's only one Godzilla. <laughs> has uh, there ever been
1: a Godzilla movie where like got regular Godzilla gets cloned and then he has to fight. It's there's, like a like a Wolverine situation. Uh, he has to fight like the soulless version of himself. I don't think
0: there's an exact clone. There's Godzilla versus like Space Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. There's Mechagodzilla. Is he from there's space? space Godzilla. Yeah. So it's like a um, Godzilla,
1: but he came from space. Yeah.
0: He looks like Godzilla, but he has like just bigger spikes on him. Pretty <laughs> He's
1: wearing an astronaut helmet. <laughs>
0: kind of. <laughs> uh, so.
1: Oh, Godzilla's the best.
0: So yeah. So uh, I don't I, think I just, either straight wanna, fought himself. Um, uh,
1: Dibs on that idea. You have to pay me now if you want to make Godzilla vs. Godzilla movie.
0: Okay. Uh, I don't think you're going to be getting a check for that one anytime soon.
1: <laughs> okay, how is that worse than Godzilla versus Space Godzilla?
0: Space Godzilla. Like, just listen to that evocative title. Space Godzilla. You're like, what does that even mean?
1: Yeah, and you really want that to, is what I Godzilla think.
0: versus Godzilla. You're just like, we I know wouldn't
1: that. call it Godzilla versus Godzilla necessarily, but the plot line would be that he has to fight himself. I mean, but it's like the bad version of
0: metaphorically it. speaking, isn't every Godzilla movie him wrestling with his emotions <laughs> with his
1: inner demons?
0: Uh, so. I'm <laughs> trying to give back on track.
1: <laughs> That's what He's I do here. Derail the conversation. <laughs> so I'm excited you're for
0: welcome. that. I, I'm excited for Michael Doherty taking up the oh, reins. Right. Because he has quite the eye for just kind of more over-the-top silly, yeah. you know. Th- I think Krampus was a really, like, good example, yeah. And I think it'll be funny, too. Like, I imagine it's going to have a lot of humor to it. That first Godzilla is not very... Funny. Yeah. It's, it's very not really straightforward. a bucket of laughs. No, and uh, the cast seems good. It's got Vera Farmiga, uh, um, uh, Millie Bobby Brown is in it, um, mm-hmm. and uh, Kyle, Chandler. Kyle Chandler is the, the male lead. Um, so I, Chandler
1: I, I, from Friends is in it?
0: No. <laughs> He's not. <laughs>
1: he can be in Godzilla vs. Godzilla.
0: Okay. okay, yeah, this is a million-dollar idea. <laughs> and... So, I'm looking for that, and then they say the the following year, apparently, is going to be Godzilla versus King Kong, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, But uh, that next one's supposed to have, Godzilla two is supposed to have, you know, Mothra, Rodan.
1: But who are you going to root for? Because Godzilla and King Kong are both, like, good guys, kind of.
0: My guess is what's going to happen is first they kind of, like, don't get along. And And then then they team up to fight fight a larger evil. That's always, like, (laughs) pretty much how that thing goes. There's, like, a worse. Maybe it's space Godzilla. Maybe it's... Ghidorah or something yeah. like that so like that's kind of my guess is what will probably happen um and maybe hopefully maybe down the line they'll do a uh Godzilla versus Pacific Rim or like you know yeah. like because that's under the same I mean it's not right it, they they they, it they would could work. do it because Warner Brothers could do it right yeah uh I don't know if they would go that far but I um, think they should it would, it would be fun but Pacific Rim's uh, already filming Pacific Rim 2 mm-hmm. so that should mm-hmm. be out I think that's out next year um,
1: it's been a while
0: yeah Pacific Rim a great movie and uh, so so yeah we went to see Kongskill Island and man what we a, got
1: free drinks
0: we we did get free drinks we went to the, to the some roadhouse some nice so,
1: people that had too many drinks because the bartender accidentally double made their drinks they just gave them to us because they didn't want them
0: and they didn't have anything in and them and then I drank them um, all yeah, I didn't. I was a little concerned. Maybe they slipped us something, oh, yeah. but, but uh, no, no roofies. That's why I let you drink them all. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, You're
1: really watching out for me, and I appreciate that.
0: But yeah, we went to see Kong Skull, and, and it was uh, it was a real delight. I, it was great. It's been getting really. A, a, it feels like a. I, I don't think the. I don't know if Metacritic, Rotten Tomato, exactly where where it stands in relation to Godzilla, but it seems like it's generally has a better impression. Like people seem to like it better, um, and I think it is more of a like. It's more action packed. There's no question about it. Yeah. Um,
1: it's a lot of action.
0: But I, I had such a good time watching this movie. You it, it's hard not to like. Kind of just naturally compare it to the most recent movie you saw which was Logan, which I thought was, you know, a great movie. Um, And that's obviously a more somber movie. Uh, You know, it's meant to be a a more serious take on a superhero and stuff. This movie is... I had way more fun watching. Yeah. Uh, It is more... it is total silliness. uh, And done in a way that it feels like it had respect for... Yeah. the medium but it wasn't like I guess so I I really like this uh, jo- Jordan Vogt-Roberts the guy who the guy who directed this. Uh I'm a big fan of his. Uh he did Kings of Summer uh was like kind of his big debut but um he's pretty new. He's one of those guys that kind of just plucked from the indie scene uh because they know he had to get an eye based on him, like you know kind of like a Colin Trevorrow like in Jurassic world that kind mm-hmm. of thing. You see that a lot. You like fewer of those big name directors getting picked up for stuff and more of these kind of younger directors who made a really amazing indie film and then they were like, I think that that guy would work for this. Um, So he's a... I think he's a really... Like, I'm really excited for what he's going to continue to do. He's been for a long time attached to the Metal Gear Solid movie, which I am almost positive will never get made. Uh, It's just one of those things that I don't see it ever happening. It's kind of like how the Bioshock movie was. Video game movies just have a tough time getting off the ground. Um, And you can't really blame them because they kind of tank almost every time. Uh, Because they just usually aren't very good, you know? Yeah.
1: uh, I feel like after watching this... um, Well, after watching Kong... And... Knowing, like... I don't know. I feel like he would be really good at directing a Metal Gear Solid movie. Yes. I like, think... the style of this movie and the shots, yeah. I feel like his... I mean, not that it would be exactly the same, but his style, if this I think a lot of this movie is very distinctive and if that's because that's his filming style I could see that working really well for Metal Gear Solid movie
0: yeah I and well it's also the DP on this movie was uh, Larry Fong who's uh, he works often with um, Zack Snyder mm. and he's he he's an amazing amazing director for ph- photography his, his cinematography is amazing I'm um, he uh, so he did, you know, BBS, Watchmen, um, but he's a, he's a, he always does an amazing job and the movie looks really great. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like, I, I think like this is a movie, like someone coming from someone that like would want nothing more than a Metal Gear Solid to be wonderful, but would also be very, uh, afraid for whatever happened to, right. in a Metal Gear Solid movie. Um, because I love that. I love Metal Gear Solid so much. I would it would be something that I would be concerned that they would give it a treatment that wouldn't be accurate to what that thing is. Right. Uh, I think he he loves Metal Gear Solid. Um, he's been on the indoor kids before. Um, Kumail was in Kings of Summer, uh, so he's good friends with Emily and Kumail, and uh, he he's he. Just seems like he has a ton of respect for the source material for Metal Gear So if that ever happens, I think he'd do a great job. The thing that I really loved about this, and I, you know, I was talking about, you know, when we were talking about this and how we really liked it. Uh, the thing that I think that I really loved about it, um, if I were to try to distill it down into like a single simple idea, it's that this felt. I guess you know, I was talking to you about recently about how, you know, this kind of goes to how I've been playing Zelda a lot, you know, I've been playing on Switch, and we'll probably do an episode about Zelda here in a couple weeks or so um, when I wrap that up, but um, you, you're constantly when you're older, you're chasing the feelings you had about stuff when you were a child, and it just happens less and less as you get o- get older, because, you know, things just don't affect you in the same way. Um, so, so, f- uh, for me, this felt like this felt like watching a Jurassic Park type. It felt like watching an Independence Day type. Yeah. It's how I remember <clears throat> feeling when I watched movies in the early to midnight late 1990s. Yeah. Uh, like being like middle school age, early high school age, even, you know, uh, late, you know, elementary school. There's it felt like it was a movie that was came straight from that era but with technology of now um, but it felt like it was made by a child I don't know how old Jordan vote drivers is but it felt like it was made by someone who grew up during that period yeah. and was in love with you know like was such a fan of you know Independence Day and like loved like just like there's kind of a cheese factor to it um it is absolutely riddled with some of the most severe cliches that I've like to the point that it seems too well aware of what it's doing. Right. It's not one of those things where you're like, wow, they really just had, this is just written really shittily. Like it's, it's not that it is every, every like, just that like the first like half of this movie, like the setup to the movie you have these just like such over the top cliches, like just like you know the jokester guy when they're doing the debriefing. Like it's yeah. just like oh this guy, like he's in every one of those movies. Like uh, you know, like it's just it, you know I have like you have like kind of this like you know you have like the right before they get to the island they have that like kind of laid back scene where everyone's having fun and joking yeah. around on the on the bridge of the boat and stuff like that. It, it's a very like. It's super traditional in that sense, but it feels self-aware. It doesn't feel like they're, like, just, like, didn't know how to write a movie. It felt like we wanted to make, like, we a summer to action feeling. movie that had the yeah. feeling of, like, something you go to when you're 12 years old. Yeah. And you can't wait to see the new movie. You know, like, and you, you know, feel like you're going to the theater and having a good time. And uh, I just, it, I, I was... I was I was really impressed by how well they kept the balance of it still being a very like a movie that I think is a really solid film, um, but also feels kind of pulpy and like you know like it it's not I wouldn't go as far as saying it's you know like tongue in cheek or anything like that. It just feels self aware that the tr- movie it's trying to make is a movie that reminds you of what it felt like to see a blockbuster when you were eleven. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. That's just kind of what it felt like to me. I don't know about the intentions, like, if it was that, but it felt, like, it very intentional to me.
1: I think um, the this sort of goes along with that, um, but a couple of the reasons why I really liked it were, one, I think it has, like you said, there's a lot of really ridiculous things that happen in this movie, um, but it's sort of, with a sense of gravity like not I don't mean gravity like it's very serious but there it's done in a way that you as the audience are like oh yeah this is totally normal and it totally fits in with the movie you're not like oh my god this is so ridiculous this is you know you don't you're not taken out of the movie by how ridiculous it is it like somehow it like treats it with enough seriousness that it's like no this is what's happening this is the plot you know, it's ridiculous, but this is how it is. And I feel like that is kind of how some of those movies that you were referencing are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how this was. Like the part where um, he is... Uh, where Loki...
0: Tom Hiddleston. Tom... No,
1: I know. I was just making a joke. Remember oh, I thought
0: it? I thought you were actually like trying to remember his name. No, that's
1: why I did the air quotes, but you weren't looking.
0: Oh, sorry. I was trying no. to find <laughs> some for um,
1: Where Tom Hiddleston... There's this part where um, they set off this... It, it's when the the bad creatures are attacking and a uh, like s- toxic gas bomb gets set off and there's this scene where tom hiddleston just like grabs this um gas mask and the samurai sword and he's just running through the mm. smoke like samurai sorting these right. like flying devil bird yeah. dinosaur things and it looks great in like out of context if you were to tell someone about that, they're like, that sounds like the most cheesy ridiculous it's thing super, I've ever heard. It's, it but is somehow, cheesy. Yeah but, yeah, but somehow when you're watching no, it, it just fits right in with the movie. Totally, like this totally yeah. makes sense. He that to- I totally could understand this happening in that situation. Um at like you weren't when that happened, I wasn't like, oh, this is so ridiculous. I was like, Yeah, kill those birds. <laughs> um and so that's like one of the things I really liked about it is it is super ridiculous and cheesy. But it's done in a way that it's just like, oh yeah, that's how it should be, you know? That's how it is, that's how things are in this movie, and it's totally normal um, that these ridiculous things are happening, you know? You just sort of accept that as the truth of the movie. Yeah. Um, and I think that is kind of similar to how, like, the Jurassic Park-type movie was and those sorts of movies that that you were referencing. Um, the other thing that I really liked about it... Um, Well, actually, there were lots of things. One of the other things that I really liked, and this sort of uh, goes along with the first thing that I just said, is it feels very... um, Or it felt... I'm trying to think of how to word this, but the sort of kaiju aspect of it Mm -hmm. seemed like it felt very natural and sort of in a way that... Even though a lot of it, you know, is not really how like a Godzilla movie is or, you know, like the the traditional kaiju movies, I felt like that was like referenced a lot. Um, like they like they weren't just like, oh, we're just making a King Kong movie and it's just gonna be King Kong however we wanna make it. I felt like there were touches of um sort of referencing traditional Japanese kaiju movies. Hmm. Um, sort of in the way that certain things were, and a part of that is a little bit of the ridiculous aspect too. Um, cause you know, when you have Godzilla in a giant rubber, you know, Godzilla costume, he's like drop kicking another, you know, it's that kind of thing that I felt like that was worked into this movie in a way that it still sort of felt like a big American blockbuster, but I, you had those hints of more of like that. You know, oh, kind of like the old Japanese, like Godzilla mm. movie or yeah. other kaiju movies. Um, yeah, in a way that sort of felt like it knew what it was doing, and it, you know, it knew that it was sort of honoring and respecting that, like where these kinds of monsters came from originally. Right,
0: and I think the I thought the twenty fourteen Godzilla also seemed to have reverence toward.
1: Right. But oh yeah. I'm not it saying was that it a did modern
0: it. take on it, but it definitely felt like a Godzilla yes, movie yes. in a lot of ways. Um, but
1: this, especially because it wasn't Godzilla, it was King Kong. They could have easily just like it's just a King Kong, yeah. and you know. But I felt like because they want to bring it into this monster verse, um, they did a good job of giving it some of that same feeling instead of right. just making it like oh, it's a big monkey blockbuster. It,
0: movie. They and it did seem it did seem tonally. Even though this is maybe a little bit, a little bit, it takes itself a little less seriously than Godzilla does. Right. It definitely feels like this doesn't come off as out of place if it's part of that universe. No, yeah, definitely uh, not. I also like the idea that, I don't know, I guess this remains to be seen how they're going to treat this going forward, but... It seems like all these movies, the only thing that's tying them is the monsters, not the actors in any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if there's any, like, I don't know if there's some, like, if maybe there's something I missed where they made some any connections to anyone that was in the, you know, Godzilla mm-hmm. movie. But the, I don't Godzilla takes anything. place much, much later than this. This takes place uh, around the time of the Vietnam War, so it's yeah. not, it's, it's completely separate all these characters are probably old or dead like by the time you know the ones that survive I guess uh, Right. but by the time that Godzilla happens um, but I, I do wonder if that especially because uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters doesn't seem to have any of the same actors in it mm. uh, they haven't said anything about it um, which for most people is probably going to be a relief um, because it, that was one of the Major faili- failings, I think, of Godzilla is that you didn't really care about anyone. But Brian oh, Prince I think that from
1: this movie, and I was like, I no. like all these people. This, ca-
0: these, ca- their characters in this were much more likable, and you know, uh, I think.
1: Um, I just want to throw out there that Brie Larson is like one of my favorites. She's I she's love amazing. Her so much. She's
0: a wonderful actress. I couldn't be happy about her being Captain Marvel, and I think she's gonna be be fantastic she doesn't have a ton to do here there it's it's no, she does a great but job I just for really what like her, yeah but no I, I do too um she doesn't particularly have a ton to do H- hiddleston doesn't have a particularly no, it's really of sort
1: of an ensemble
0: yeah um samuel jackson really choose the scenery you know very kind of he is kind of a walking cliche of his yeah that, uh
1: He fits really well in this movie because he's super ridiculous in everything. That's like what he does.
0: You know, so looking at, following up on what I was saying, Jordan Vogt-Roberts is like 33, 34. So he's very much in our age range. Uh, So he, you know, Jurassic Park probably came out at a time when it was, you know, perfect for him and not that... Everyone yeah. doesn't love Jurassic Park pretty oh, much Oh, Yeah, just, but I forgot
1: there's the direct Jurassic Park reference. Yeah,
0: when uh they're taking off in a helicopter and it. Samuel L. Jackson says, Hold on to your butts and yeah. you know that George Beaugarage was like, I gotta make him say it too. I'm it. gonna make him Do say it. it. <laughs> uh and then I, I told you the other uh, the other night I was just like I was I, I was so excited when they like throw a little reference to Metal Gear Solid in there. Uh the boat oh, that yeah. John C. Riley's character has. is called uh the Grey Fox, which is a very major character in the Metal Gear Solid series but uh that's the thing like I think he gets he had a real kick with like doing that because like he he's kind of straight from indie movies to like do directing these major stars so he probably was having such a great time like getting to work on a movie like this um uh but yeah that that, I thought that was funny That he said hold on to your butt." yeah that Uh, was amazing iconic um, he, but yeah, Samuel L. Jackson is good. Like he always, you know, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Samuel he's Jackson. just Samuel L. Jackson. Exactly, yeah. but he he really hams it up in the yeah, right ways. He
1: does a great job. He's should we say a little bit about what his character is? Um,
0: he's essentially just a a kind of.
1: So it's sort. The movie takes place at the end of the Vietnam War, yeah. and he's a colonel or some sort of higher up ranking official yeah. in the army, and. And you can tell that he doesn't really want the war to be over. Like, he, this, th- his life is the war. Yep. And without it, he doesn't really have anything else. And so, they when they go on this expedition... Um, are we worrying about spoilers or...?
0: Nah.
1: Okay. Spoilers. We you could turn it off now if you haven't watched the movie. Uh, spoiler alert. He says, hold on to your butts. <laughs> um, when they go on this expedition, he... S- a lot of his men get killed sort of right at the beginning and then he has sort of takes on this vendetta of he has to kill Kong because Kong has killed some of his men and it you know you can tell I mean it's very they make it very obvious that this is sort of just because he can't let go of the war he can't let go of this is what he is and what he does and without an enemy to fight you know he really doesn't he really isn't anything and so he makes Kong this new enemy immediately and so a, a lot of the movie he's has his own agenda about just wanting to kill Kong when everyone else is basically trying to escape the island mm-hmm. and so that causes some um, problems between you know the different characters in the movie but um, but yeah so that's kind of like where his character is coming from but what were you gonna say about
0: no I, I mean I he he was a very Kind of traditional guy that's like you know, on the edge. Like he he is he is kind of a walking cliche in the right ways that his character needed yeah. to be. Uh John Goodman's good as he always yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: this is sort of a major spoiler, but I was surprised at how early he died. Like I was expecting him to be in it. Which more. one? John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Uh, yeah. Like it was
1: pretty early on, and I was like, oh, I guess John Goodman's not going to be in it wait, anymore. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Halfway through, maybe yeah, but he's sort of thirds. such a main character. Yeah. I kind
1: of expect him to make it make it further in, but yeah. I mean, I wasn't like upset. I he just was his, surprised. He
0: played his part, yeah. in in what the yeah. movie is. Um, he has a yeah, it's a fairly fairly small role. Um,
1: I wanted to say really quick um, yeah. the the era Vietnam War era. Um, obviously, I'm not not like yay Vietnam War, but that sort of time period is one that I. I'm really I don't know fascinated by like I I like the vibe of it mm-hmm. um and sort of going along with that the music in this movie I think is super well like I love how it's integrated in um a lot of the songs that are like the song like the music in the movie are in it because you know, the characters have, are playing the music in the movie. It's not just, it's not just like background music. It's like, they're actually playing More
0: ambient focused. Yeah.
1: Um, and I love the, the musical choices that they, they made and they pulled songs from, you know, that era that those people would be listening to. Um, and I really liked that. Like, I felt like that was a big part of why I loved the movie so much was the way that the music was done and how they evoked that era, Uh, with the music and just everything else.
0: Absolutely. It has, very similar to Godzilla, and this is something that kind of ties in with it, great, um, like, uh, not just, like, title cards, but the transition cards uh, that set the places. Um, I believe they used partially the same font. Like, when it said, like, you know, this, you know, whatever place in Vietnam it says, or something like that. They had kind of, like, a unique... uh, Style to it, but it does have. I think part of it kind of shares a font with Godzilla, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm. I so that's one of the aesthetic choices they made oh, to kind of like tie those I together. Didn't I, that. I would have to double check that, but I, I'm pretty sure I saw that and I was like, I think that might be like the same font mm. they used. Um, but yeah, I, I, like the, I, I agree with you. I think that like the music is really good, and it definitely There's, they pick the right like they're like they're kind of generic choices, but they're like a good like
1: they, because they're what those people would have. Like if you were off at war and you're like, I want to hear. Some rock music from home that's popular right now. They're gonna pick like the popular hits during that time. Yeah,
0: this this movie is very much like it wears, you know, the apocalypse now inspiration on its sleeve. Like aesthetically, a lot of the posters had that look uh, too. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, But I guess Samuel L. Jackson's character, you kind of see that like a man who's kind of driven into madness because of the you know the burden, war, and stuff. Um, But it definitely has like kind of a it, it definitely. Has a lot of homages to popups yeah. now,
1: uh, and especially early on, um, the mu- fitting in with the music thing. There's a lot of a number of sort of montage scenes, mm-hmm. um, and some of even the sort of action scenes are almost more like a montage style than like a straight. I don't know. Does that? Do you think that describes it accurately? I'm trying to think of the best way to say it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a very it's
1: like the th- way that it's shot and how the the shots I don't know it just was really cool I I thought the sh- the shooting of the movie was really cool and how they fit that in with the especially with the music parts yeah. um I think I the really like that a lot
0: The editing is a big part of what made the movie feel like a movie out of time like yeah. bit, like feels like a 90s movie because of kind of how the editing is uh, put together
1: I really loved it
0: uh, Yeah uh the um yeah. So overall, the cast is really good, um, and uh, there's there isn't anyone particular that you are overly attached to because the characters are supposed to kind of supposed to be pretty broad. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah.
1: I. D- yeah. It's I, like mercenary, uh, war hero kind of gone mercenary, and then it's like war photographer and yeah. then it's like crackpot scientist and, and there's a
0: lot of characters so it yeah. feels like you don't really get any one of them a ton um but did you did you see King the Peter Jackson King Kong Yeah uh did you I mean how did did you have any I don't
1: remember it very well uh, I think
0: that's probably a good indication of what that... I, I mean, I think that with was a, me,
1: no, because I don't remember anything I know, well, but I, yes, I think... I know what uh, you mean. It <laughs> wasn't... Was I thinking. don't remember thinking it was bad, but I don't remember thinking it was like super, like, this is the best yeah. movie ever or anything. I remember, so.
0: I saw it at a midnight show. That was when they, you know, going back to what we were right, talking about yeah. last week, that was only when they did midnight shows, and that movie is real long, and I remember being <laughs> like, like, super why I do tired this? <laughs> when I went to see that. Um, I think I was down in Tucson for a vacation. That was mm-hmm. in... That it would have been like... Probably our early college years or so, but so
1: what theater were you at? uh,
0: It was at (laughs) Foothills. Yes, I. Dan remembers every
1: theater ever. Uh,
0: So it was. uh, I I remember liking it, but being more excited for it, and then like seeing it and being like, that was okay." I, I didn't. I. It's not a movie I've revisited I that might, many times. I would be
1: interested because I think I've only seen it the one time. I might be interested, especially now after watching this. I would kind of be interested to rewatch it because it has been a long time. Have you and- seen
0: the original King Kong? Yes. Uh, I don't have any particular affinity to it. That's I, I know that a lot of people hold that very highly, and obviously it was an important movie. It doesn't have any sort of like I don't have any sort of particular attachment right, to it, yeah. uh, other than I think it's a cool thing um, that. Uh, that uh, I have a lot of respect for, uh, for its place in film history. But, uh, yeah, I so I don't, like, I I mean, as far as, like, I like kaiju, you know, but I don't have a s- sort of, like, special affinity toward King Kong or anything like that in the same way that I do toward, like, Godzilla. Right, yeah. But uh, I, I think this, this is the movie that I hope that we see a little... I guess, like, just from a standpoint of the type of action that we got in this, it doesn't have... I don't think the, – the one thing that I would say – I guess it's kind of unfair necessarily to compare this to Godzilla. But when you create a universe like that, you're naturally going to be always comparing them. And that's kind of how it happens with the Marvel movies. Like you can look at them as standalone movies, but ultimately you're still going to be like, oh, how do you f- feel about Doctor Strange? Well, you're not going to look at that movie in isolation. Right, you're being yeah. like – where does it stand on the Marvel movie? Like, you know, like, well, I didn't like it as much as Ant Man and it was worse than Civil War. You're not going to just be like, Doctor it was Strange good. was good. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not. Ultimately, it doesn't stand on its own, you know? Uh, so, I mean, it it does, right. from yeah, just like a mean. sitting down to watch it standpoint, but it it's never going to be removed from that baggage, uh, for better or for worse. Um, because I think, in some ways, it often improves the movies when, like, like I you know what we mentioned when we talked about Suicide Squad a big part of one of the things that I ended up really liking about Suicide Squad is that Ben Affleck Batman was in it for like two minutes and yeah. I was like that's just really cool like right, just the that fact that it's
1: like, like there
0: it. but it's not a focus point of it it just happens to be like a thing yeah. and that had a big you know impact on why I might you know enjoy that more in the same way that like the Marvel movies they make references to other things and you're like oh, you know like I liked that like I liked yeah. that they are paying attention to those other things that I enjoyed, um, but to to get to my point, essentially, I uh, w- when looking at those two together, and I would say, uh, you know, I, I'll let time be more of a judge. It's hard; to, it's so hard to evaluate things immediately after you see them very accurately for a long, t- long, right. like, you know, long term.
1: Your feelings aren't necessarily going to, yeah, be they're
0: you know, the, you're the and stuff. You'd be you what you know, everything like, but. um, I think, like, just immediately I enjoyed this a lot more than I enjoyed Godzilla, uh, just from a pure fun standpoint. The, but the thing that I probably wouldn't say it does as well is uh, it has a lot more action, but the stuff that was in Godzilla was really spectacular. Yeah. And, and And there are some great moments in this. There's no question that, you know, you have the big climactic battle between Kong and the Skull Walker or whatever they are call.
1: Uh, <laughs> now that I'm you, saying it out loud, that I, sounds I, I really should, stupid. Before
0: I go on, I should say that John C. Riley was uh, real fun in this. Yeah, and oh, he, he's, great. he's One of the mo- like, he's probably the most likable character. In yeah, it. you, you yeah. get the most. He's you get uh, the most out of him. He's in it
1: quite a lot too. Um, right. I feel like. Maybe just from the trailer, you might think he's sort of like a bit character that's like, oh, John C. Riley being goofy, and he's in it for five minutes or whatever. But he's actually a main character throughout most of the movie, um, which is great because he brings a lot of sort of fun color to everything.
0: Um yeah, he's, he's and great, adds right.
1: he really adds like a heart yeah, to absolutely. it. Without him I, it really doesn't have a lot of heart, I don't
0: think. And there's a nice little tag at the end of the movie with that's a little bit more like somber about like him and reuniting with his family yeah. and stuff that's really nice. But uh Yeah. Um so uh the, so the end the sequence action. with the action yeah, like the the battle with Kong and the Skullwalker, or I think that's what he called it. I him, think right? so, yeah. Um it's a really cool action sequence. It actually, it's the climax of that battle reminded me a lot of the climax of the battle in Godzilla, in that Kong, like Godzilla, won. Uh, they both won with a really gruesome victory over the other. Yeah, r- it's pretty crazy. rough. Uh, this is, I would, I, I think, but that. That moment in Godzilla when he, you know, blasts the his, you know, nuclear charge like straight down the throat of the, you know, the Mudo that he's fighting. And it like separates its head from its body. It's yeah. like I was like, oh my god, what? that what? is insane. I am trying to remember,
1: what does that one look like? The other, the monster that he fight, that Godzilla fights?
0: It's just like kind of a generic winged. You know, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. So
1: that kind of brings me to a point about something that I really liked about Kong is that even when in monster movies, like these giant monster movies or kaiju movies, Mm -hmm. even when the monsters are bad, if they look like an animal that seems like it's like being hurt. Yeah. then I don't like it. Yeah. I have a hard time watching it. Even if it's like one giant monster that's not a real thing versus another giant monster that's not a real thing, if it seems like they're sad and getting hurt, then I'm just like, this makes me feel sad. One of the things I really liked about Kong was the bad guy monster is like the most soulless, like unrelatable like, its head is a skull, basically. Yeah. Like, it's... It doesn't I, have
0: eyes. I think that's a big por- like portion of it. That's true. I didn't think uh, about that. you right. Like, it just is like a sunken socket. And I yeah. think that has a, like... How
1: does it see? I don't know. I didn't even think about that before.
0: Um, maybe the eyes are just deep Deeper enough. Yeah. Out, but, uh, or maybe it doesn't see. It just... Yeah, it does probably whatever, doesn't. Like, you know, like... Uh, like but, well,
1: it lives down under the earth, yeah. right? So yeah, it wouldn't see because it right. wouldn't have any reason to, because it's just pitch black down there. Yeah,
0: it must just—it might just go off of vibrations yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, you're you're right. Like it does, like have like you feel less bad. At it. There are creatures in this, like you feel bad for Kong when he gets yeah. there. You feel oh, bad yeah, for definitely. There's like a weird like water buffalo type yeah. creature but that's okay. like that. He's yeah, he, he's all right. He's uh, okay. There's a spider that you kind of feel bad yeah. for. Yeah, the uh, walking stick. Yeah. But, uh, oh, but, the walking stick yeah, was so, so cute. Yeah. Uh,
1: but none of those really... I guess the spider dies. I felt kind of bad for him. But Kong never really gets hurt bad no. enough that...
0: He's a badass.
1: Yeah, and so then when he's fighting this other creature, I felt like I could just be on Kong's side the whole time because I didn't have to feel bad for that other crazy creature at all because yeah. it clearly had was totally just like evil and wanted to murder everybody. Um, And I really liked that because it, 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 it enabled me to, you know, really get on board with like the one side over the other side more and didn't make me feel kind of sad for the side that was supposed to be like bad. I don't think that's a problem most people have. With movies like this, but I just am overly sensitive. Yeah, no, like... But that that was one of the things that I just wanted to say. Like, I really liked it because of that. Like, I just... The bad creatures are just straight up bad, and you... Even I didn't feel bad for them, Um, which made it a lot more enjoyable to watch them get, you know, ripped apart than if I was like, oh, but, you know, they're still
0: animals. Right. (laughs) Yeah, for... I, I could definitely see that. I... Um. The yeah. There's the the creatures in this movie are pretty interesting. Yeah. Like, I and mean, like they the the design on them is very unique and stuff. I, obviously Kong is Kong. Uh, although I think they did a good job with him. And oh yeah. I like a totally how,
1: animated giant monkey could look real bad. Yeah. But
0: he looked it, he definitely looked good. He's very. Um, he, I like that he right He walks upright a lot, uh, which makes him more imposing, um, and he's very large. Uh, yeah, Which really, I'm sure, I like really if you've big. seen trailers, you know, that he's it's it's he definitely seems considerably larger than the Peter Jack, Jackson King Kong, um, and I think part of that is, I, it I don't I don't know if there's any sort of thing on the internet that shows the scale of him in relation to how big Godzilla will be, but I'll interesting is because he still seems smaller than Godzilla yeah. um but I don't know if how they'll yeah. how but they'll he's scale more agile out. yeah I mean, that's true. he happened all that's over very the place. True. Uh,
1: Godzilla's just like swinging his tiny arms wildly yeah. pretty much that's how that fight's gonna go
0: <laughs> i uh i I'm very excited to see where they take this franchise i I do want to see i you know like we talked about in the kaiju thing I just like really like giant monster movies and yeah. I just wish that we got more of them so I hope that these continue to do well. I, I'm I'm glad this did better than expectations this weekend which is good. Um, I hope that it's very successful um, because I think people like it. Um, it's going to get buried next week because
1: Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, Beast is, is going to make gonna, all the money.
0: Beauty and the Beast is going to everyone wants to see Beauty and the Beast yeah, which is because
1: Beauty and the Beast is one of the best Disney movies and then it's a, it's a live action version that still has the singing, so all the like, actual Beauty and the Beast fans are like, yes, I, I have to see that, and then it has Emma Watson. Every loves Emma Watson, and then, I just don't really know anyone that isn't gonna want to see that movie.
0: Yeah, it's, it just seems like it has a very universal appeal. It seemed like they were saying that like on Fandango, it was outpacing tickets for that it was doing better than Civil War did. And I was like, "What? Well, I, she."
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: I, I that remains to be seen how how exactly well it will. Well, yeah. It will ultimately but really do. But I'm surprised
1: that yeah, people that pretty much everybody yeah. really wants to see it. So
0: it, it's probably a drop. This is a very like this month is su- surprisingly dense with releases. Yeah. Um, we obviously had Logan last We're week, and then be you very had busy. Kong, and okay. then this week you've Beauty and the Beast. Week after is. Power Rangers, which I don't know if I'll see or not. I don't really have any... I was talking to you about... Especially because
1: I'm really busy. Yeah, I know.
0: I will tell you one thing that I will be watching is that starting this Tuesday on Twitch, they are going to run every single episode of Power Rangers. Just like straight through? Yes, and let me tell you, I quite enjoy watching stuff with Twitch chat. They did a... I think I mentioned on the podcast, but a couple years ago they did... Or last year, they did the... They ran like... 24 hours of like Pokemon oh, movies. Oh yeah, yeah. I had such a great time. Yeah. and watching
1: like, people on Twitch chat is yeah, really yeah, it's
0: Twitch chat is just the dumbest. Yeah. like, It's so like distilled into the like most like base like
1: icons. it's
0: awful, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. And like I think watching Power Rangers in that oh, context yeah, would be definitely. really funny. So there's there's like 800 episodes of Power Rangers. But not I
1: the, I agree. Like I I was never really especially into Power Rangers. Um, so it's not that I wouldn't want to see it, but I don't really feel any like I have to go see the new. Power Rangers movie. I love that
0: Elizabeth Banks is uh, Reed Repulsa. I think that's, like, the weirdest, yeah. like, casting ever. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I and I really did like Power Rangers when I was a little oh. kid. Um, like, really liked it. Like, well, I mean, when you're a kid, like, a lot of your things you're into last, like, a year yeah. or whatever. So I was, like, really into it for, like, a year. Also,
1: like, yeah, why wouldn't, as a little kid, why wouldn't you be into Power Rangers they are, like, yeah, yeah punching no. and, like...
0: Uh, but Nobody actually, does I do, like that when I, they're ten. I kind of want to watch it with Twitch chat just to see what the show is like. because <clears throat> yeah. I haven't watched an episode of Power Rangers in yeah. like, I mean, it's been a good. I think it was probably on cable. Probably.
1: Was it, it was on, on, cable? on Fox. Usually. Oh, maybe that was a channel. I got very little TV when I was a kid, so I didn't watch a lot of anything that wasn't on PBS.
0: <laughs> um. Anyway, but um. But yeah, it's really dense. And then Power Rangers, and then I I don't remember if there's anything else the following week, but uh. Uh, and then fate of the fury is coming out a couple weeks after really? that and yeah it's 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 pretty it's pretty brutal for march like yeah I say. it's kind of video a, games have been like that too
1: um do you want to just mention really or do you think pretty much anything else you want no say i'm about pretty kong? much wrapped up kong okay. you should go see it yeah it's so fantastic. to wrap up kong really quick um it's really good and i think you should go see yeah, it yeah it's great i highly recommend check it, it out um but just because you mentioned Faye the Furious, uh, there was a trailer for it on when we went to see Kong. And it looked. There's this part where they, like, send this giant wrecking ball, yeah. like, to take out the other. It just looks ridiculous and amazing, as so you would expect.
0: Um, they have to keep outdoing it. Right, the last yeah, one, yeah. So, is, you know, like,
1: that is going to be great. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to really quickly just talk about doing the, the Fast and the Furious. 40s. Oh, thing. so while
0: we've been um we I had already talked to Ollie about we wanted to rewatch the festive Furious, yeah. but just to promote another piece of content that we really enjoy is I'm a, I'm a huge fan of uh Giant Bomb uh video game website, uh giantbomb.com if you have never heard of them before, they make a really wonderful content and it is Probably the thing I watch more than anything else, yeah. honestly. I watch more giant bomb video game content than I watch television or movies. Like, I, what about
1: I, wrestling?
0: Uh, oh, yeah, wrestling, I guess. <laughs> I unfortunately do watch a lot of wrestling, uh, maybe the same, yeah. But uh, I watch hours and hours a week, probably, of giant bomb stuff. I just, I, I really enjoy, I, I love the personalities there and stuff, so definitely check it out. But one of the things they're doing is they, they have a series called Film in 40s where. The guys there record a commentary track for, like, a cheesy movie while they drink 40s. Um, so they've been just doing the Fast and the Furious series, and they do one a week. So if you have any interest in rewatching the, fa- the Fast and the Furious mm-hmm. series, it's really fun. check that Way out if you, if you can. Um, we've done
1: two of them so far. Um, and it's, it's
0: great, because we, we've we watched those movies before, so I don't, like, need to be, like, super paying attention to Right, like, I but, know
1: generally what's yeah. happening.
0: Um, but I love the Fast and the Furious franchise, so... Um, it, yeah. It's been a good way to rewatch it, and if you feel like having yourself a little rewatch leading up to the release of Fate of the Furious next month, uh, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. I would recommend been, it. So.
1: We've been having a good time with it. So.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, that's it's uh, that's one of the things we've been doing lately. Um, I I'm pretty much good on talking about Kong. Uh, next week, we're going to be back with Beauty and the Beast. Yep, um, we have tickets to go to the fan event.
1: Bump of ba, ba bum
0: the uh, special fan you event you get
1: like extra crap and yeah, free popcorn give you a bunch of
0: crap. and a lanyard
1: Dan loves lanyards I
0: really love lanyards you can't
1: resist oh but the main reason why you pick yep. so there's multiple fan events the reason why I picked the one that we did pick was because it has a wider
0: the aspect, the ratio, aspect ratio so just if this affects is bigger the average person this isn't going to affect at all uh i am a huge sucker for when there is... <laughs> that's the
1: end of the foo- sentence.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm a huge sucker for when the aspect ratio changes based on IMAX footage uh, in movies. So, like, you know, you know, like, depending on if they filmed footage in IMAX, uh, obviously, IMAX film has a completely different aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's much closer to, like, a 4-3 frame you know for a lack of a better frame uh for a lack of a better term but it's it's more closer to a square than a rectangle um and i don't think beauty and the beast was filmed using imax footage but what they are doing is opening up the frame a bit so that on the imax screen it's wider and you get to see more picture uh so we are going to the imax version of it because we wanted to see that version of it um which because we
1: want to see every every inch.
0: inch of emma watson yeah. I want and, to see the top of her head
1: and and everyone else.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah.
1: we don't want to miss any guest on mugging to, off in the side.
0: I want to see Josh Gad's feet. I want to see everything. Yeah. I don't want nothing cut off. No. Uh so yeah, so we're really excited about that. Um and uh super excited. So we'll be back next week to talk about that. Yep. Um in the meantime, maybe go watch some fast and furious movies yeah watch uh, kong it's
1: if, really good if
0: you haven't played zelda go i play really zelda. liked it you go should see kong. watch it. these are your homework assignments <laughs> kong
1: there will be a test next furious. time please zelda. submit a report to our email address
0: uh so we thank you guys as always for joining us uh have a great week we'll see you next time we won't say it uh oh. Yeah. We won't see you, but, but would know you'll, you'll we, hear us. You
1: you won't know that we do.
0: Um, go ahead, Aaliyah, say the social media's
1: At NerdBuildPod Pod on Twitter and Instagram and NerdBuild Podcast on Facebook and uh, you look us up on iTunes, give us a review, we would uh, think that was great. Unless it's a terrible review and then we won't like you. Um And also, if you have any questions or suggestions or really anything you ever want to say to us, we would love, love, love to hear it. And you can send it to our email address. It's show at nerdbuild.com.
0: And uh, one more last piece of homework. Um, Calculus. Our our friend Cameron, who's been on here a couple times, just released a new album with his band Ryan Hood.
1: Yeah, Um, it's called Yearbook.
0: Ryan Hood Yearbook is in stores now, or you can download it wherever you want.
1: Yeah, um, go buy it. It's great. It's, um, check that out. If you have Spotify, it's on Spotify. You can check it out there.
0: But just buy it.
1: Yeah, you should. But, but I'm saying. But like, if you
0: want to test it out, you want to test it out, You'll want to buy it afterwards. You will want to
1: buy it. It's fine. But
0: if you want to test, it out, yeah, yeah. You buy it, so
1: you should do that buy. if you like Cameron, like we do, because he's great.
0: Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys, and see you next time. Bye.